good old religious indoctrination. What's up, non-believers, skeptics, and doubters? This is Kevin Crow. Welcome back to Jesus Unfollower, the podcast. I am coming to you from the new JU Studios, officially moved into the apartment and feeling good. The only problem is um, my big-ass computer desk doesn't fit out in the sunroom, which I was going to use as my office. So I'm going to have to reconfigure that. I'm going to get a different uh, computer desk, I believe. Probably sell this one and get something smaller to go out there because my tiny-ass apartment is even more cramped now with a gigantic computer desk sitting here in the living room. can barely get around in here. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm going to talk about religious indoctrination. I think um, the, that's the main thing that led to my deconversion was realizing that most people in the world are indoctrinated. It's not only with religion, but you know, we're all indoctrinated with certain political views and and ways that we think about the world because of how our parents think or the people who raise us. But I'm talking specifically about religious indoctrination, of course. And when I was 26 or 27, I I started thinking, I realized, you know, if I were born anywhere else in the world, I would believe differently. And I've had some Christians say that that's not reason enough to not believe in Jesus. But when you think about it, every religion around the world thinks that they have the answers and that their religion is correct. And we do the same thing when we're brought up as Christians. Indoctrination is defined as the process of teaching a person or group to accept a set of beliefs uncritically. And that's, that's what it is. You are raised to believe a certain thing. When you're a kid, of course you're going to believe that that thing is true if you're told it by an adult or someone that you respect. Of course you're going to believe it. Think about um, kids with Santa Claus. They're taught from a young age that Santa Claus is real, that Santa Claus is going to bring them their presents, and then they believe it until they're told that it's not true. The only difference between that and religion is they're never told that it's not true. So they just keep on believing it. And then it goes on for generations. They instill that in their kids. They instill that in their kids. And it goes on. It's no surprise that people believe geographically, you know, what what the people in their area believe. I truly believe that if I was born in India then I would be Hindu. I really believe that. And the people who say that that's not true, have. I think you need to really look at yourself. You happen to be born where, where you were born. And if you were born somewhere else, you would believe something else and believe that the rest of the world was crazy or irrational or they had it wrong. According to pewforum.org, they did a study, and it says that 8 out of 10 children who were raised by two Protestant Christian parents are Protestant Christians today. Funny how that works. You're raised to believe something, and you believe it as an adult. 
it's hard to break that cycle. It's hard to get out of that line of thinking, especially when one of the consequences of leaving that faith is eternal damnation in some religions. You, you're afraid to think for yourself because you think that you're going to be eternally punished for thinking outside the box or for demanding proof. There's nothing wrong with thinking for yourself and, and needing more than just faith to believe in something. I mean, is it ever okay to really tell children about hell? Is it okay to tell a five-year-old, or even up even up to like a teenager, that Jesus is the only way, and if you don't believe that, then you're separated from him for eternity? Some uh, denominations believe in eternal hell, some don't. But either way, eternal eternal punishment, basically for thinking for yourself or for doubting, is pretty extreme. Eternal punishment for non-eternal crimes. You know, you uh, infinite punishment for finite crimes is how I've seen it put. I just don't think that's right. It's it's hard to, for kids to to grow out of that, especially when they're surrounded by like. Just take the Bible Belt USA, for example. Probably about 80% of the people here are Protestant uh, Christians. They are told from a young age that Jesus is the only way and that they'll go to hell if they don't believe. They grow up in the school system and basically all of their friends think the same way, were taught the same way. And so it just reinforces that belief. They grow up in church. Everybody there thinks the same way. And then by the time that they're actually adults and can think for their on their own, they most of the time they don't. Or they can't see the forest for the trees. They can't think outside the box. They're so brainwashed into a certain way of thinking that they are scared to even question things. I mean, some religions say that college is bad. College is, you know, that's where the devil operates because... Philosophy is, is uh, you know, the work of Satan. It's not, not good for your spiritual walk or however they want to put it. I've heard it said different ways. College was discouraged for me, not by my parents or anything, but by the church I was going to. It was college was kind of viewed as, yeah, it's good to get a higher education, but at the same time, like, you're basically rolling the dice with your soul because. Satan is operating heavily in colleges and there's drinking and sex and thinking, oh my God, please don't think, but it's true. I see people on Facebook, especially people that I'm still Facebook friends with, even though I'm not friends in real life, they'll post videos of their kids worshiping at like five years old, which I have to admit it can be kind of cute, uh, but all they're doing is just mimicking their parents. And that just starts them down that road of just worshiping and then uh, just believing everything in the Bible is literally true. Then hell and and that leads them into like in this early place of judgment where they're going to think, oh, being gay is wrong. 
we shouldn't be gay and then they're going to go to school and they're going to uh, judge the, the gay kids or uh, make fun of them or tell them that they're going to hell. And these are our children that do this because they don't know any better and because they listen to the way that their parents talk and it's the way that they were raised. It's It's crazy when you think about it. Kids are being baptized and they have no idea what is even happening. They don't know why they're being baptized. They don't know about eternal salvation. And the parents are like, yeah, Susie is dedicating her life to Christ. Susie's fucking six years old. She doesn't know shit. She barely even knows how to write her name. And you think that she knows the consequences of religion and eternal salvation and damnation? She doesn't. That's the kind of stuff that's not cute. They have this visual of Satan ingrained in their head, you know, when they're in elementary school. <laughs> Think about this devil and fiery pit of hell. It's terrifying. Hell is terrifying for adults. A lot of adults never leave religion because of that fear. That's one of the hardest things. I talk to people all the time now who are deconstructing their faith or they say that they're an atheist, but they also at the same time say that they're scared of the consequences of hell. Like, what if it's re- what if it's real? What if that's really going to happen? What if uh, it, that's just something that was ingrained in them in their church? Or, you know, by reading the Bible. I am thinking this way, so there's a chance that I could burn forever because I, because I thought something, because I'm using critical thinking skills. I'm not sure how the audio quality sounds. I'm set up at this new uh, situation here at my new place, and there's an air vent right above me that's blowing directly onto the mic, I think. But hopefully it's not too bad. And if you don't like it, then tough is what I got to say about it. Anyway, I, uh, I've compiled a list of some shitty Bible verses. I know I normally read one at the end of each episode. But I've got a whole list, a PDF of them. And if you want to check that out, it's over at jesusunfollower.com slash shitty Bible verses. Or you can just go to the website and go to the blog and you'll see it there. But that's a pretty cool resource that you can use to send to your friends who tell you that you're going to hell. Just get a little uh, power to fight back there. Today is Cinco de Mayo, and it is also the day that I am closing the, the closing on my house. So I'm going to sell my house, and I'm going to have a celebratory margarita. I'll catch all you cool cats later. Let logic and reason guide the way. Peace. Peace.